and my heart being hammered, tons of cash, exile. Imagine if I'd been competent. Oh, yeah, and there's the possibility that my involvement caused the death of a teenage girl. I had to bite down and swallow hard lest I add my own name to the list of fatalities. I could trot out the sickest defense line of the decade. I meant well. I didn't. I was too drunk most of the time to mean anything. As the coach approached the outskirts of the city, I'd mouthed a mantra, attempting to give back to the world a portion of its lost heart. The quotation by Louis Brogan, it gave me a sense of longing I couldn't ever expect to realize. Getting off the coach at Fair Green, the first thing I saw was the headline, More Gardee for Galway's Violent Streets. Next I noticed the hotels, four more in Foster Street. This used to be the arse end of town. Nothing grew here ever. Of course, Salmon's was long gone, the pub of my youth. Liam Salmon had played on the team that won three All-Irelands. Count them and weep. At least when the pub went, we'd still had the carpet showroom. A sign in the window said, Moved to the Tume Road. Jesus. You could no longer say, everything's gone to hell. Hell and everything else had moved to the Tume Road. Before my departure, I'd found a new pub. No mean achievement in a city that had barred me from every worthwhile establishment. I knew it was my kind of pub from the sign in the window. We do not stock Bud Light. Jeff, the owner, had been part of a heavy metal band, big in the 80s in Germany. He wrote the lyrics. You go, what lyrics? Exactly. He'd hooked up with a punk rocker who odd times helped me, Cathy Bellingham, a Londoner ex-junkie. She'd washed up in Galway. I'd introduced them and withdrawn. They'd be my first port of call. I'd flown from Heathrow to Dublin. Caught the noon coach west. The driver said, How are you? I knew I was home. A reformed smoker, I'd started again. It's a bastard. The new world is designed for non smokers. It's near impossible to do coke and not smoke. It blends so fine. When that first rush hits you, you want to wallop it with nicotine, as if you're not bad enough. I don't know, is it when that ice numbness gels, or later. But you're reaching for that soft red pack. Try smoking at Dublin Airport, or any airport. Good luck. Talk about segregation. Small pockets of isolation where the shame smokers congregate, like lepers of the modern wasteland. You'd nod guiltily at each other, crank the lighter and suck the poison in. You'd need your head examined to bring drugs through Dublin Airport. These guys are lethal. Boy, do they see you coming. Get you, and you are going down. I chanced it. My need was greater than my fear. I could envision the headline, Ex-Garda Busted at Airport. Wouldn't that launch a homecoming? Phew! On Foster Street, the urge to snort was massive, but I held it off. Outside Nestor's, a guy in a filthy white suit was singing, You're such a good-looking woman. A battered cap was at his feet. 
It had collected all of fifty P. I checked my pockets, put a few coins down. He said, Spit on me, Dickie. From Joe Dolan to Dickie Rock, without missing a beat. I laughed, and he added, That's Sterling. Oh, sorry. Ah, you meant well. He launched into The House with the Whitewashed Gable. A lone sentry was at the bar. He exclaimed, Jesus, look who's back. Irish people across the board will greet a returnee with exactly the same expression. You're back. Jeff was behind the bar, nodded, asked, What'll it be? A pint. The question was large in his eyes. You're drinking again. Fair fuck to him. He didn't ask it. A song was playing something I didn't recognize. I asked, What's the tune? He smiled, said, You're not going to believe this, Jeff.